Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast, plowing through the manure online. It is May 18th right now, as of this recording. I'm not guaranteeing I'll have it edited and it'll be still be a May 18th when it comes out, but it is today. And I have my girlfriends in podcasting, Jen and Karen. Hello. Hey. Yeah, Karen's... <laughs> You tell by their level of excitement that it's May 18th and uh, the world is uh, a bloom. Leaves are out. People are singing. Farmers are bitching. It is May. Spring has sprung, ladies and gentlemen. It seems like it was only a month ago that I was thinking about going full on shining on my family because we had two feet of snow here in northern Iowa. It was. It, when was ago. the last go? It was only a month ago. It was only a month ago. Yeah. That so. is bizarre. Yeah. I was thinking about it last night because I remember thinking mid-April time frame that I couldn't wait until I could have the windows open. And now we have the fight in our house of why don't you shut the windows? It's too hot in yeah. here. Do you have yeah. that? Are we the only couple? Oh, no, we do too. I love the windows open and me Chris too. is like, are you f- kidding me? I'm out in it all day. Yeah. Shut the house up and turn the air on. And once again, I'm reminded how much alike I am to both Carl and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I am a, yeah, I am a windows open kind of gal. Me too. Like I just, I want them all open. I want a million windows in my house. Um, and I want them all open. And I don't care if it's 82 degrees in my house, because guess what? By two in the morning, it'll cool back off and things will be okay. Now, <laughs> if it's 100 degrees outside, then yes, I love my air conditioning. But any other time, I don't want it on. So See, but I live in town. You guys don't live in town. I just no. Yeah, it's very quiet. I figured out places to put my wind chimes. I love wind chimes. Um, to put my wind chimes so they don't get tortured by the wind. The first summer I lived here, I lost like 27 wind chimes because <laughs> in Iowa, the wind is deadly to anything that you want to hang up. We can't put a flag up, you know, stuff like that. I thought you could get an umbrella for the deck. It ended up on my garage roof one time. So that was fun. Um, yeah. And Carl's like, did something land on the garage when he got home from work? What? No. Why? I don't... <laughs> There's a piece of the umbrella up sitting up there. So, so anyway, uh, May 18th, mid May, last half May, actually, if you're writing grain contracts right now, it's last half May, um, is here finally. And so is all of the stress that comes with springtime in agriculture. So we thought we would talk a little bit about, um, what's going on crop update, our first crop update of the year. Can I get a holla? Holla. I'm, I'm so not hip. Um, well, I <laughs> hollered. Our so. first crop update. I hollered. I like I that. hollered, so I don't know. Am I cool or uncool? <laughs> what do you want me to do? I said holler. Um, and so, yeah, first crop update of the year. And then we want to talk a little bit about the stress and things that everyone's dealing with. And, and really, that came from Jen. You know, I saw you post this morning, Jen, on your farm wife's feeds. Yes. Please Check visit. it out. Buy whatever she's selling. <laughs> Be a true friend to the Girls Talk Ag podcast for the love of God. But, you know, I saw you post that today that, you know, you're kind of pretty. Uh, I'll say it because obviously you put it out there hanging on by uh, a thread mentally and yeah, physically. Pretty much. And I don't think you're the only one right now. Right. So we'll do some conversations about uh, mental health 
and and mental health i mean casey's donuts and quiet pondering for a minute or a case of beer in a golf course whatever your whatever is whatever makes you happy at this point so we'll talk a little bit about that but i figured first we get started with the crop update um and and we'll start east and go west right uh this past weekend carl and i drove from north central iowa to michigan and we've got jen south of indy right? You're south of, just south of Indianapolis? Just south of Indy, yep. So why don't you start, Jen? Fill us in. You know, the last time we had a conversation, we were doing the farmer's tales. Um, Chris was about to to pluck out his last hair. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't have very many. <laughs> one of his handfuls of remaining uh, hair follicles was going to be ripped out uh, simply because it was too wet. So fill us in as to yep. how you are sitting now. We are done planting. Awesome. Uh, we got it all in the ground in less than two weeks. Um, we, we basically went from too wet to literally two weeks later, too dry. Uh, the last day we planted was uh, last Saturday. And um, finally on the last four fields, I dropped the depth on the soybeans because it was dry. It was just too dry. Um, but everything's up. So, Yeah. It was all planted in moisture, but man, the top's dry. Is it? Uh, we could really use a rain. But like, you know, two hours north of here, there are people who can't get in the field because it's so wet. It's just, it's mind mind boggling. Everything is skirting north of Indianapolis for us. It's overcast here today, but we aren't going to get any rain. No, you don't think so? I, I don't. Uh, tried rain in a l- couple hours ago, but just spit a little bit. We did have a quarter of an inch which helped a ton. It's amazing. You wouldn't think a quarter of an inch would be a big deal, but it actually helped a ton. Uh, two days ago, maybe? Two or three days ago? Yeah. Did that help with emergence but we, for you, or was everything already up when you got it? You know, most most everything was already up, but I think anything that was, like, thinking about it or, you know, those those spots you have mm-hmm. in there, they, they came through. It, it helped. I'm not going to lie. Um, but um, I had something else I was going to say. I can't remember what it was. Um, everything is up and a- actually everything looks fairly decent, but we, we have to have a rain. Oh, I know what I was going to say. We are on record for the driest May around Are you here. already? So how quick the time? Yeah. Which I already. actually, I've seen, I saw something the other day, um, that said that we were actually in somewhat of an enigma, uh, climatologically speaking in the sense that we had like the coldest April on record and we're working towards like the ninth warmest May. So it's not wet and dry, I mean, but um, it's interesting. Literally a month ago, didn't we have snow yeah, we on did. the ground? Yeah, I mean, we did here um, a month ago. Yeah. I'm trying to think what our last snow was, but I mean, can you imagine we went from from snow on the ground to being completely planted and yeah. too dry? Yeah, we, we missed days. spring. We missed spring. We did miss spring. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was a weird, it's a weird, like, you know, I posted that yesterday with, Colton playing out in the water pit, you know, water thing is like, we love summer. Like here it is. We went from, yeah, yeah. Uh, snow to, I mean, basically spring was like three days. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're slowly warming up. Now yeah. it's 75, 85 degrees or whatever. So it was, uh, um, I, I don't know. It's just been, and I figured this would be how it would go. Right. And we went uh, mushrooming last weekend in Michigan. And I don't, 
I, of course, this doesn't mean jack crap for agriculture, but we went around mushrooming. It was the best year I can remember because we never had any of those warm ups in April. So you never had like a false start. They were just kind of popping as we were walking along. And uh, uh, we had we've had enough moisture in Michigan. So we're same thing, Jen, as the people to your north is we um, we just can't buy, a, you know, a 10 day string of dry days. And that's all we need. At this point. See, but yeah. that's where the rain has been across. It's been across like southern Minnesota, northern Iowa, across yeah. to uh, yeah. Wisconsin, across to northern Indiana, because we've missed out on it too. Yeah. Since uh, in the month of May, we've had an inch here, but it came two tenths at a time. Yeah. The biggest rain I think we had was three tenths. So I had one guy here tell me um, about a week and a half ago, just south of, in central Illinois, south of Bloomington, he planted beans went back and started digging them up 24 hours later and they were dried out. Wow. Oh, geez. So, but then I have another, and then I have another one in Northern Iowa who said he was working ground and planting acres that he hasn't planted since 2012. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I have guys in Northern Iowa who haven't started at all yet. So. (laughs) Yeah. And it definitely depends. I mean, we got lucky in our little corner of the world, you know, Kasuth County, if you look at, at uh, Iowa, Kasuth County is the, the biggest county. It's the double county up north. And so uh, we somehow managed, there was a, a string of rain that came through the first of May, um, you know, like a, a, a bunch, you know, to the west and to the east of us, they got like an inch, inch and a half. We somehow only got a tenth of an inch in that rain. And so it allowed a lot of guys to get out and really kind of rock and roll uh, the second through the fifth. And then I think we got a bunch more rain again. And so there's some stuff that's emerged. Um, there's some stuff that was just planted last week around here. And then there's a lot of stuff that hasn't even had a, a wheel turned in it. So it's, it's definitely not um, what saying, we've seen. I've got a couple guys on the north side of Mason city who haven't started. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's so to the east of us there. Um, yeah, they couldn't have gotten started because they got nailed by a lot of the stuff that we missed. And the so. problem with that soil up there is it's not like it dries out fast. It is thick and mucky and it stays yeah. wet for a long time. So it takes yeah. a while to get that dried out. Yeah. North of Mason City, there's kind of where, you know, everyone always thinks like Iowa doesn't have swamp ground or whatever. <laughs> it's like, no, they, they do. You get north of Forest City and, and across and it's, uh you know, there's a lot of designated wetlands with the Branstead family and stuff like that um, up that way. It, it's really an interesting shift in, uh, um, you know, how it looks. Like right here where we live, lots of prairie, there's some river, um, stuff like that. And it dries out phenomenally quick. Like it, it kind of still amazes me. I've been here for three years and you look at something, you'll be like, that mud hole is, is going to take two weeks to dry out. And, you know, two days later, it's gone. And you're like, how the hell did that happen? But like I said, you get further south um, near like Humboldt and stuff like that here for us anyway. And then you get east and, and north. So it's a very variable year, I would say, thus far. Right. I mean, there's some guys that are saying that it, everything looks phenomenal for them. They are a little dry. There's others that are saying they're they're perfect. I mean, there's some that that somehow managed to miss out on rain the first couple of weeks of May, and then they've gotten an inch in the last couple of days. Um, Definitely the haves and have-nots. Again, didn't we talk about this last year? And yeah, you know, and, and we have to keep saying to ourselves too: yeah. it's only May 18th. Um, you know, when That's we started, we were like, "Oh my god!" You know, the sky. 
<laughs> it is. I'm not I'm not going to lie. It's a lot easier to say, but it's one thing I have to say to myself when our stuff wasn't in was People, you know, you get on Twitter and you get on Facebook and everybody around you is working. You know, it's not just the guy in the field next to you or your neighbor. It's, oh, my God, people are working. And then you have yeah. to kind of say to yourself the date. And and don't get me wrong. There's a panic. Yeah. The there. date's probably not as important for us here, but you go south yeah. and it's going to get hot there fast. Right. And they don't want to be pollinating in the hottest part. Oh, and yes. you go farther north and they got to worry about the frost because yeah. I've seen it frost in Dakota on August 15th. I so, swear the last three I mean, I years can, we've pollinated in the hottest days we can come up yeah, with. Yeah, so, but I mean, it's still something to panic about. I mean, it is, it's it not is a little bit you'd like to do. Right. No, so. I agree, but I think we also have to say to ourselves it's not June 15th. Now we yeah. may, on but June we also 15th, know we may be saying that. Too, so. Right. <laughs> and we know I'm that we're trying blessed. to be positive <laughs> yeah. here. No, I, yeah, I so. mean, I, I kind of liken it, at least in Michigan, and I know there's been a lot of changes over the last 13 years that I've been doing this, or this is my 14th growing season, you know, which is, you know, I'm younger than, you know, I'll say that like, oh, it's my 14th, and I'll either have someone be like, what's it like to be so old? Or someone else will be like, you know, let me know when you're on your 24th there, child, or you know what I mean? So you never know if you're, but anyway, it's my 14th. And when I first started in Michigan, guys didn't even get the least bit concerned until June 1. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying that that meant that they were optimizing meals either, obviously, because our (laughs) our APHs were a lot lower. Um, But we didn't have like a good high quality 90 day hybrid either at that point in time and i like I said, i'm not an agronomist right. i'm just telling you what my my customers have said but now it's like may first gets here and they're not out if they're not out planting it's the end of the world and i don't know if that's yeah but yeah well, some of them want to yeah. get to the lake i think that might have a lot to, <laughs> maybe to do with it i don't know um i had a message yesterday that um somebody was planting or actually, he was spraying while he was watching the guy next door combine his corn. That's amazing. So, oh, yeah. that was Indiana. So. You're kidding. kidding. <laughs> no, that's, you know what? Jeez. So, yeah. It was the cheapest For the record, that wasn't us. Get, so, or the cheapest storage they could get, I guess you could say. Um, he just combined his beans two weeks ago, wow. I guess. So, you know. I did have a guy that did that, though. He f- had to finish up his beans here about two weeks ago, and we ended up. Uh, in some areas, it's a com- more of a common practice, but a lot of it, you know, has to do with weather related well, and yeah. soil type. This and guy whatnot, in particular but. was uh, when they were ready, you know, when they were running about 15% moisture in se- the last week of September, he wasn't going to run them at 15 because the stems were a little tough. And so he made the mm-hmm. executive decision and got to run them in May instead. So some some years you're the winner and other years the mother nature teaches you a valuable lesson about things, but... You just shake the magic eight ball yeah, and see what so, happens. But yeah, for us, like I said, I mean, right here in this backyard, right now, guys are planting. Um, you look out and you can see it. They're they're working probably in less than ideal conditions. We've got some stuff emerged. Like I said, we've got some stuff that and it isn't even planted yet. A lot of stuff that isn't even planted yet for this time of, of year, at least for us. And then, like I said, as we crossed I-80, once you got east of Iowa City, just about everything seemed to be emerged throughout northern illinois right there or i don't know if you call it like central i don't know what you guys in illinois would north of 80 is north 
<laughs> That's north of Interstate 80. I call it northern Illinois. So on the left side, when I was going east, that was northern Illinois. And on the right side, when I was going east, I don't know what that is. Because that was, <laughs> but along there, you know, beans and corn, both you could row. Uh, but once you got into Michigan, it was a different story again, uh, just because we keep getting some rain. And I know um, a gentleman that I talked to quite a bit from down in, in around Benton Harbor, Michigan, which is in the southeast or excuse me, southwest corner of Michigan said they could actually use uh, a rain just to help the beans emerge. So, so I yeah. think we're we're all over. I thought we were going to have to have. I can't. I, I honestly, there are some fields I was like, I don't know how you did it, but yeah, be my guess because they finally they did come through, and faster than I thought. I I don't know. Maybe maybe we've they're got some cresting issues. There were some a couple of weeks ago farther south, but we've got some around this area. And I saw a planter out yesterday, and I, there's fields that have nothing in them yet. But some of those fields end up being pumpkins, and I think it's a little too early to plant those. But yeah. I mean, there's still stuff going on here. I always thought I don't know anything about pumpkins, but I thought June first. Yeah, like I haven't seen pumpkins. anybody out planting. Maybe I'm wrong, yet, but. Well, we have to my house this weekend because I'm going to plant uh, pumpkins. Um, yeah, we're here gonna, we have the commercial canned pumpkins. I know, and this smart. So, yeah, we're going to plant some pumpkins. That's that's the plan, uh, and watermelon. I always plan a fun garden, but to be quite honest, by the time we get done with the corn and beans, I'm like, F- yeah. I was going to say you kind of do planting. Th- like I do a garden because I enjoy um, growing stuff. You grow thousands of acres of stuff, <laughs> so. And I enjoy supporting we, the local farm yeah. stand in town. <laughs> That's yes. There you go. I'm like somebody else can grow the tomatoes and the pumpkins and the whatnot. Somebody yeah. will leave zucchini on my porch and with that. I love zucchini. Nice. Yeah. Um, we did start side dressing yesterday. Well, Chris <laughs> did. I'm not allowed to use chemicals, but it works. I wouldn't want to be. Sometimes it's nice. Uh, like we, Carl's not allowed to load yeah. the dishwasher, and he doesn't seem to be any sadder about <laughs> oh. it than anything. Yeah. See, I prefer we someone else load the dishwasher. I do too. Until they do, I, and um, I'm like, "What the hell is this? Get it out of here! Stop it! No one put bowls on the bottom." I just make somebody else empty. That is. You. <laughs> You empty it and you fill it, and then you don't have to worry about how they do I it. Care. I don't really care. I just want it done. Um, so we uh, normally do some pre-plant and some side dressing. This year, everything's going to be. By the time it was ready to get in the field, it was time to plant, and so everything will be side dressed this year. I got a call yesterday about side dress, side dressing, and hydrus. They were afraid there wasn't enough moisture to keep it, but he dug down and where he actually could put the knife, there was some left. So he lucked out. Well, that's interesting. I never really thought about that. Of course, I don't have to worry about it. Chris does, but that's interesting. So the ground has to be somewhat. Yeah. Hold that in. Stick onto the clay and whatnot. But um, there's some differing opinions on how much rain or how much moisture where it needs to be. And so we were just going over all that yesterday with one of my growers huh. and but he ended up where he dug down and where the knife was going there was still moisture so yeah definitely you want to make sure that you can get a good seal because you don't good wanna, you know it's seeping out and you do, yes i have i have heard that much but i never thought uh, about that huh. Learned so yeah, that was one that. of the discussions i've had this week um interesting and you've, you've been processing i've been working on soil data in yeah, between answering phone calls yeah. so um, my business partner left for the Ukraine on Wednesday and it never fails when he leaves all shit breaks loose. So of course, um, nothing's too bad yet, but I don't want to, you know, jinx myself, but 
we've got some issues out there. There's some um, in the drier areas. There's some fomosafin, which is Flexstar carryover, um, which shows up on corn with the actual veins are chlorotic as opposed to the tissue in between. And so that's kind of a telltale um, sign of Flexstar carryover. And we've seen quite a bit of that, um, particularly south. Really? Yeah. Um, we had <laughs> we had one poor soul a couple days ago. I got a message. He used four pints of Metribuzin instead of four ounces. So it's, Ooh. it's oh not my often gosh. that your recommendation is to plow as deep as you can. But um, in that case, <laughs> but I think that leads to you know people are wow. feel like they're behind wow. and they're rushing. And um, I had another call this morning. They mixed up everything which was like dual metribuzin. Um, I forget what else. Oh, some 28 was in the tank and whatnot. And they got to the field and the corn was up. And I was like, well, you know, if you spray it, you're going to burn it all. So, but they mixed it up before they went to check the field. And so they just weren't, they just assumed that it wasn't up yet. And with the heat that we've had, you know, some of that corn came up pretty fast. Yeah. So. I can't. I can't believe how how fast stuff yeah. emerged. Actually, so the moral of the story is: don't spray metribuzin or twenty eight percent on emerged corn. It won't end well. So, <laughs> but I think that goes back to like you said. I think. Well, I know I'm exhausted, um, mentally, physically. I, I'm just done. <laughs> I'm toast. Um, and I think that that's what happens yeah. when you get you know when you're you've got that snow and then suddenly it's go time well, when it doesn't rain, really push hard. I mean, you don't get to stop. You do get tired. Yeah. Yeah. And then there is no break. That's when mistakes yeah, happen. There is no and, break. You know, things get mixed up. And especially if you haven't used something before, always double check and make sure, because what the other component that he was putting in his tank, it was in pints, but the metribuzin is in ounces. So that's kind of where that got goofed up. But the other thing we've had a lot of people, um, like you said, they didn't put the pre on, so no pre chemicals on their beans because they decided to plant instead when when the weather finally got right. So now we're going back and redoing a lot of um, herbicide programs because what they were planning on using pre cannot be used post. So um, so we're working on that, oh. but um, definitely read labels. Be careful if you've never used a product before. Read the label five times call if you need help but a lot of these chemicals they crop either has to be a certain height or it has to be you know still not germinated and you need to know which is which so i mean there are some chemicals that you can't use until the beans are in the you know first trifoliate and there's some corn that can't be sprayed until it's you know one or two leaf and there's some that can't be sprayed once it gets to two leaf so lots and lots of stuff going on we've had some um acetochlor damage which my business partner absolutely positively hates acetochlor pre-emerge. Um, because? Just because the damage that he's seen over the years, and this was one of those years. When it's cold and wet, it can have some issues. And uh, you add in some of these pre-mixes, um, particularly the ones with clopyrrolid, which is stinger. And I, in cold and wet, it just kind of works on the corn. So we've seen a little bit of that. Now, these products are fine if it's warm out. I mean, and it's fine if they're post-emerge, but... Um, you know, the perfect storm happens and then you get a little bit of damage, um, you know, when it's wet and cold and things happen, but. You know, you don't, you want to use the word perfect very often, but it, everything seems to be the perfect yeah. storm lately. So if it's not one thing, it's something else. So 
The other thing, yeah. a lot of people are trying to, there's generic Callistos out there. So, um, and it's really cheap and it is a good product, but you can't try and mix your own generic um, Lumax. Um, I know some people have been trying to do that because Syngenta actually did a lot of work as far as mixing the Callisto, the Dual, and the Atrazine together and putting in a crop safety component. And when you start mixing the generics to try and do that yourself, you don't have that same formulation. And so trying, if you put generic oh. Callisto and generic Dual together on post-emerged corn, um, it cannot be pretty. I mean, it, it comes out not so pretty. So if that's the, either use one or the other. So, you know, you can that's use the Callisto natrazine yeah. or you can use the dual natrazine or you could just buy the, you know, name brand product if you really want to use all three together. But we're finding that out because, you know, generic Callisto came off patent, I think, about three years ago. And so now there's at least two companies that are selling generics. And so it's a lot more prevalent now than it has been. And some people are still, you know, using it for the first time and finding out. But that's my advice. Don't put generic Callisto, generic dual together and spray it post-emerge on your corn. So. There you go. If for and no other reason, that's good reason for the plague. Um, yeah, we haven't had the plague yet. Haven't had too many diseases, but we have seen a lot of insects. Right. There's been some bean leaf beetle feeding. There's been um, some of the highest cutworms. Stephanie Porter posted yesterday, she was down by Shumway, Illinois, and she had seen the worst um, cutworm damage she's ever seen in the field. It was like 20%. So really already. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, the other day I saw several tweets, several different people in several different areas were talking about cutworms and I can't put my finger on them right now, but I do remember seeing that. Yeah. And if you follow the universities um, like Illinois pest surveys, Caliastus at Illinois, um, but I know Iowa state puts them out there too. And so does Purdue. They trap the black cutworm moths and, and have predictions based on growing degree, you know, heat units and whatnot. So you, it, there's resources out there to kind of determine whether or not you might have um, a potential flush of population. But um, that's always something to keep in mind. We've been so busy trying to get everything in and get everything sprayed that, you know, we haven't necessarily been out and able to scout as much as we probably should be. Interesting. Right. So lots of stuff. So. Lots of stuff happening out there if if you're planting. And so that's, I think that's important. You know, you guys kind of mentioned that, you know, when you don't get any rain, you're exhausted. And I think that there's a secondary, um, I think there's a secondary issue that you run into when you have too much rain. So you're not necessarily exhausted physically. You're just exhausted mentally. Oh, right? yeah. You have too much time to think. Um, too much time to to try and figure out what to do too much time to you know stare at the radar get on twitter yeah and spend time on twitter and get into weird fights or tag people in random chats that's always fun too so yeah it's you know so it's one of those things that uh i think everyone you know some folks have not enough time and so you're seeing the mistakes come from that um but then other folks right now maybe have too much time and I think they're, you know, I think they're equal in, in danger when it comes to, totally, you know, just your mental health um, overall. And, and that's, I say that, you know, cause Jen, you've been swamped and you're like, dude, I am about ready to lose my shit here. And I have another friend who's literally been swamped. He can't buy a day without rain and it's raining again today. And he's a farmer and he works with farmers 
And so I think, you know, he's constantly being pulled in a thousand different directions um, because he, as a farmer, he's stressed, but then he has customers who are also farmers and they're stressed. And I, I think he's ending up putting, um, I think he's putting stress, uh, their stress on his shoulders too, which is a dangerous thing, I think, for everyone in agriculture. I, I think so too. I mean, I can honestly say, you know, if we weren't in the situation, if we, if we hadn't pushed for two weeks, I would be just as, as mentally exhausted as I am now, because I would be worried that number one, you're worried that you haven't planted what's coming up. You don't know, but you do know that when the time comes, you're going to be pushing hard too. So, um, yeah, they're both, they both suck. Because you have to feed the world. Um, because you want us to thank you. Oh God! Please send yes. thank you notes. On hundred dollar bills, preferably. Then thank you notes to me, please. <laughs> so, so what are your? So you posted that Jen um, this morning about being mentally and, and physically exhausted, and you know what are your go tos, right? That's what you asked your audience. Yes, um, I did. What are your go tos? Mine, of course. I told you was you go get a Casey's donut or something that you enjoy and you and go I did. somewhere. Did you do that and sit? I did do that. You a Diet to. Dr. Pepper and a jelly filled donut. <laughs> and you sat in silence for a few. I mean, I think that's what I think. You go to a quiet space, even if it's just you drive the long way around the block. You know exactly. what I mean? Sometimes yeah. you just have to get out of your, your neighborhood mm-hmm. or out of your, your, your head. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's easy to get trapped in your head and being in the same atmosphere um, can kind of continue to, to, you know, keep that going. I guess you could say, what were some of the other tips that you got that you thought were, were beneficial? Maybe we should share with our, our listening audience. Um, Several people said drink. Yeah. Um, Which is, I'm good with that too. I can endorse that. Although I did just tweet if, it, you can hate me if you want, but I would choose donuts over alcohol. Oh, That's where I'm at. Eat. I would. Have you ever uh, had a Dairy Queen uh, ice cream cupcake? No, I've seen those. Yes, those things. They're like the cake. Yeah, yeah. but in a cupcake. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, I would choose that. But I have a Dairy Queen cake in my you, freezer. How is it still in your freezer? Yeah, why? Well, I mean, it's a big cake. So. so. <laughs> <laughs> So? Jen and I are both like, what? You have two kids. Give them a small slice, eat the rest of it, and say they ate more than what they did. That's what I do when Fred and I share pizza. That little pig ate, like, a piece. And that pizza's gone. So I shouldn't tell you it's my birthday on April 24th. Oh, my God. And it's still there, Karen. And I threw away another piece of one that was there from, like, the last time we had Karen, one. stop. Stop. You're killing me. I just don't understand. Yeah. How can one have a cake and so not confused. eat it? yeah this hurts me but yeah so those fantastic actually we're gonna go into town today and i think i'm gonna buy like seven of them just to hide and eat when i feel sad and then be like why can't i lose weight i'm sitting in here eating a caramel stash from Oli. oh (laughs) i would do that look at you i guess but so what else so drink was one and yeah i'm a I'm a sweet. pray. A lot of people said pray. I'm like, good Lord. He's tired of hearing from me. <laughs> so, uh, God's got you muted right now. Like if you were yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Just, I am on. God has me muted yes. right now. He's like, damn. He if my eye watch, 
if my eye watch goes off from her one more time, I'm going to have to choke her. He doesn't want to block you because he doesn't want the drama that comes with it. So he's just not going to listen to what you have to say for a little bit. He's just muted me right now. I think, I think a lot of problem. I think a lot of the problem is, is for me anyway, and I think a lot of people like this. I run on pure adrenaline, so like when it was go time, it was go 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 go, and then it was we're done, and I'm like shit, and I hit that brick wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can um, understand that entirely. Like I'm so, and I think that happens to a lot of people. I I was actually I was surprised. I so I posted that on Facebook this morning. It says seven hours ago. Um, Facebook's weird about their analytics and things like that. It says it reached 1,108 people. And I bet there's 25, 28. I'm sure I was still sleeping seven hours ago. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, 22 likes, which that's that's for my page. That can get kind of up there for traffic. Um, But everyone's like, yeah, feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in well, total not that, but May itself has a lot of other stuff packed into it with graduations and end of school activities. And yeah. We had preschool yeah. or we had kindergarten testing and we had a preschool picnic this week. And I mean, just all kinds of stuff. Field trips. It is. It's stressful whether you farm or don't. Yeah. You've got, um, you've got the kids mayhem. doing shit. You've got you, well, you know, the like end of year stuff. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, our, our middle graduates this year, um, at the end of the month. So, you know, the whole time I was in the tractor, I was trying to figure out how to plan her open house and which still isn't done. We've set a date, but you know, yeah, do you really have to invite well. people to that kind of thing? I'm going to have my like, mom handle that. Cause she did mine in the first, you know, like, yeah, so. like when I got married the first time she handled all that stuff too. So I'm going to be screwed. So see, she has yeah, experience. So you just have to hand it to her. Right. You know, yeah. Oh, my mom had to do my landscaping. She's like, Jennifer, if you're having people over to your house, your landscaping needs to look good. I'm like, Mom, knock <laughs> yourself out. She's like, Okay, I'll yeah. be over there. And I'm like, Can you send your mom to my house? I know. She's got the energy for it. I don't know where she gets it. I asked her the other day, I said, Mom, I I'm not judging you. Are you on drugs? And she laughed. I go, No, really. If right? you are, can I have some? And up the cocaine, mom. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Quit hogging it for yourself over there, mom. We were laughing the other day because my grandma, my grandma P uh, Perkins was her name. So grandma P was what we called her all my life. Uh, I never realized it. My mom's like, oh yeah, she was totally hooked on Xanax. And I'm like, I should, you know, I can remember (laughs) like at, like I said, at my wedding, my first wedding, she was like, um, do you need a Xanax? And I'm like, no, but I mean, not right now, but it might not hurt for the party late, you know, and she laughed oh angela you know and and my mom's like oh yeah she was totally she was legit like she'd wake up in the morning pop a couple go to you know and i'm like wow that makes so much sense now no wonder she was so laid back you know now you know, i understand so. yeah now i want to right. be an ex and a dairy queen right. cake so just mix them all together but so a lot of people drink pray Mine was eat foods you shouldn't eat and go sit somewhere yeah. quiet. I told the like I said the guy yesterday that was really getting stressed out where it won't stop raining. Um, he was like, I I just want to go golfing. I'm like, go golfing. What are you gonna miss? Shut your phone off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. when there's absolutely zero things that can happen and you know you're not missing anything other than someone's spur of the moment bitch 
You know what I mean? Like anyone that's worked with customers, especially farmers before, understands that there's sometimes where you'll get a phone call and get your ass chewed for absolutely zero anything other than someone's had a bad day and you happen to be the person that the bottle landed on to call and, and bitch, you know what I mean? Like I've had my share of those moments where, um, you're just like, well, damn, what I ever do to you? Um, <laughs> type thing where you're just like, I'm sorry. And so sometimes, you know, if you're in that position where you feel like you're just piling on, you know, your, your stress load, walk away for a minute. There really is not, I mean, it's not like you're an emergency room doctor. You know what I mean? Like, and I think, yeah, the other day I, I think I tweeted, if I spent the whole day in the recliner, I don't think the world would fall apart. And in all honesty, it yeah. wouldn't. Um, that's what someone else said. Take yeah. a minute. It, you can't do it all. You do have to take a minute. You can't, you, you uh, and when it comes to farm safety and things like that is you can't be working like that. Yeah. It, it's going to get done better and correctly, if you do take a few minutes or an hour to say, okay, yeah. wait, we've got to stop for yeah. a second. Well, and you won't get hurt. Yes. And you won't. Yeah, exactly. You or won't hurt get someone hurt. around you. And there's been a lot of fires, like tractor fires. And um, in our local, up by my parents, the local retailer has had two major accidents. Um, one sprayer was hit by an SUV and the other one... I don't know, going into the field or in the field rolled and busted a tank open. Um, we oh, had wow. a local FS that somehow filled propane tanks at homes with anhydrous. Um, oh my God. I saw, you know, that. just, wow. That's so, so scary. Cause we're, we have, you know, a custom application is part of our business. And I can honestly tell you there's, two folds of concern. First is the amount of specialty work that's expected to be done in such a small window. Um, you know, it's, it's not just your farm, it's 50 farms. You know what I mean? And, and everyone expects their, um, order to be the first one filled, um, when it comes to spraying application, whatever it may be. And we, you know, so imagine having, all of, you know, this, this five county wide, which some farmers do. So, you know, don't get me wrong, but five, six county wide territory and everyone expects you to be at their place as soon as it's ready. As soon as it's fit, you're supposed to be in there pounding it. Well, you've got 50 other guys that expect the same. Um, So that's always been an issue for us. Always been an issue of concern. You know, the amount of hours that our guys work, which, like I said, a lot of farmers do the same, but, um, you know, you, you were expecting these guys to, to put in, you know, seven days a week, uh, 18 hours a day for a, a month of time. So you have that issue. So you have that, you have, you know, you, you have this, this time crunch that happens anyway, but then you can't hire good help. You know what I mean? So, you know, you can't hire, I, I, we've had some, but it's not, it's not easy to find. No. And so that's the struggle. You know, that's part of the reason for us with custom app. It's just like, why are we doing this? You know what I mean? We're one of the very, very few independent ag retailers with a custom application service in the state of Michigan. And there's a reason for it. Um, you know, everyone, like I said, they expect you to treat their farm like it's it's your farm, which you do. You want to. That's your goal. You try. Um, as a, yeah. as a, a commercial applicator or a commercial entity, 
Um, you know, you work hard to make sure that you're doing everything like you would do on your own farm. But how do you hire someone with that same mindset who's willing to work 100 hours a week, um, you know, or whatever for a month time and then exactly. not do anything for another or three months time, actually, because we typically will. It's pretty busy for us from March 1st until middle of June. You know what I mean? And then it starts to slow down a little bit. And so, yeah, it's it's almost impossible. It's so in, impossible to find good people that well, our owner, you know, the president of the company is out running delivery truck because we can't staff, yeah. you know, all of the positions that we need to staff with people who will show up and people who will be, um, you know, good people. So I can understand why some of these, you know, some of these co-ops, especially these co-ops that keep getting bigger, you know, like um yes our our local co-op is still looking for people as a matter of fact my my daughter that's graduating is 18 is getting her um temporary ag cdl so yeah. she can work out there so well that's um, amazing but it and i mean good for her for one um i've always joked you know a couple weeks ago i said it on twitter anyone with great insurance and equipment they're not really in love with um you know give me a call i'll do some spring tillage work I wouldn't trust myself to do anything. Right. I wouldn't. The last time I was in a freaking forklift or something like that, I ran over a power washer. So yeah, don't trust me. A very bad experience in my teens. I was like 15. I don't even know. My uncle was not happy with that one. So, so yeah, I mean the, the biggest thing um, I guess that we could say overall is, is for one, have patience with the people that are around you and yourself and yourself. Give yourself some time give other people some time um you know take a deep breath when it comes to if conditions aren't great for you to get in and it keeps raining or or whatever i mean you can't do anything to fix it you know so it's it sucks it sucks it It really does but freaking out like i do probably is the way to handle it (laughs) I was just I was just reading these comments and somebody it was must have been a Freudian slip. Someone said meditation and I totally read it as medication. medication. So, <laughs> well, that helps too. So, um, so on that note, I guess we can wrap it up for the week. Um, you know, take your medication um, <laughs> or, meditate, or meditate. You know, one or the other. Do some uh, sheep yoga, lamb yoga, like our friend Sandy did um this past that was hysterical yeah do that if you haven't seen it check it out um also if you don't you know you've got time on your hands check out the farm wife feeds blog please please do it's got some great food uh karen's gonna make that taco salad you posted last night today and so that looks delicious and i'm gonna eat that i'm already making a vicky farm loving girls blueberry pound cake right now Are you, is that what's in your oven? Because yeah, that's, I, what, that's what I keep checking on. Okay, yeah. so I think I'm gonna have to make that and blog it. It is. It is awesome. Oh, good. Okay. Well, there you go. This is the that's second time I've made it. So really, yeah. And that should, was just like two days ago. She gave oh, us no, the I recipe. Made, I had to ask her for the recipe again. I made it. Oh, okay. Ago, or last summer when we had some fresh blueberries. <laughs> you wait for fresh okay. blueberries. It's <laughs> kind of what I was waiting mm. for. So yeah, fresh blueberries are back. Okay, so. then I'm doing that. That's my afternoon. Yeah, that's like get that made. So, so yeah. So definitely, you know, be be easy on yourself. Be easy on others. Understand that everyone's experiencing something different across the board. Um, you know, and and it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like that's the hardest part. I like to love the post 
you know, there are a lot of people that were posting taking off for graduations and for different things and, you know, talking about what was really important in life and getting out of the tractor for family. So, you know, it goes for like needing a break too. You know, that's an important thing to just get out and relax and things will be better. So, yeah. It's easy to think you can relax when everything's done. Like I, you know, I totally get that. There will always be something else. But yes, exactly. Once you're done planting, you'll need to be spraying. Once you're done spraying, you'll need to be scouting and then looking for fungicides and then getting stuff ready for harvest. You'll have to get the combine ready. I mean, there's always something. Yeah. Yeah. So just take it easy. Be like I said, be gentle to yourself. Be gentle to those around you. Um, you know, let's be nice on Twitter too. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, people. Yeah, let's be nice on Twitter. Yeah, and yeah, that's we have a whole other subject on the Twitter side of things here that we can we are going to cover that. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be, and fun. it all comes back to stop being douchebags. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, knock it off, or uh, the bunny gets it. So. Not the kitchen bunny, though. We love Stu. <laughs> so, so, yeah. But on that note, we'll wrap her up for the week. Uh, you know, keep us posted. Reach out if you've got uh, uh, tips on how you survive the stressful time of year that is spring and beyond. Um, otherwise, we'll be back next week. Same time, same place.